the update for the Bears and the Arlington Heights Stadium. Is it happening? Apparently, they moved forward on proposals. They also talked about, um, I believe, I believe they agreed with a sponsor of Arlington Heights for X-Track. I think it was the last thing that came up. So, I don't know the yep. level or the uh, the depth at which. Uh, they usually let these things go before one side caves. I imagine it's pretty deep and pretty. It's going to go pretty far, but um, I don't know. I'm going well, back and forth on how I feel about this. Um, you explain how you feel first, because I, I want to hear that side too. Do you like? Is this something you're cool with? Do you hate it? Do you think eventually it'll work out? Do you think it's ever actually really going to happen? Yeah. So yeah, okay. Okay, so a couple things to think about first that put all of this in context. One, there's there was rumors earlier this year that the Bears were going to sell or were really strongly considering how, selling. Everybody immediately went, well, that's crazy. Why would they sell? They've never, you know, they've kept it in the family. Well, part of the thing you have to understand is that when it's in the family, and especially when it's in a family, that their money isn't elsewhere. You know, they're not the owner of the Atlanta, you know, Falcons that owns Home Depot. Like, that's yeah. not the way that it is. They don't have billions of dollars from other enterprises that they run. They Their money is in the Chicago Bears, and that's where they've made the money. So it's one of those where Virginia McCaskey right now is the, you know, the owner or whatever and the sole owner. Well, when you start breaking up the, the Bears and the percentage and everybody that goes and everything, the other issue, too, is, is when she passes and everything you have you have to pay for property tax and all that to be transferred and all all that fun you know legal battles type stuff that happens well if you have billions of dollars from home depot you can pay to have that property tax you know squared away and done so you can move on and keep the team problem with the bears is all their money is in the team so when they would have to suddenly pay that there would be a massive problem and then you also have the fact that uh you know they're getting older all of them are getting older you might have to break it up now suddenly amongst more people than you want. Plus the factor of everybody in Chicago is basically, you know, crapped on your stadium for the entirety <laughs> of its existence because of how annoying it is. Uh, you also are in a city that, you know, has aldermans and politicians that are, you know, we're just waiting for whenever the next politician ends up going to prison. Cause that's just the way it is. Every politician's that way here in Chicago. Yeah. So we, it's, it's all of that. Plus you roll it into, you know, Ted Phillips is, you know, basically been like on fire for the last like five years where people are just like, you know, for the love of God, fire Ted Phillips, but he's a part of their family. You know, he's a, he's a, you know, a part of the McCaskey Chicago bears family. So he gets to keep his job. So all of that plays into the context of whether or not they're going to move. The problem is, is that there's two things. One, yes, they do have a lease with the city, and the sad part too is, and this is another thing that people don't realize, the Bears don't own Soldier Field. Yeah. They don't even own their own stadium. The third largest market in the Chicago in any sports world in the United States doesn't own their own freaking stadium because it's owned by the park district. And so the Bears pay rent on a lease that they have with it. You know how st- they're just ahead of the curb like the rest of us we're just gonna be renting forever they just were one step ahead yeah and then hey remember that turt that field that's so unbelievably poorly done in like you know the late winter and everything the park district literally has come to the bears ownership multiple times saying hey we'll put in any turf or new thing you want to put in and they've been like no 
We like our field. Yeah. It's an advantage. An advantage for who? What? Advantage for doctors that now have to fix every player's knee and ankle (laughs) after playing on that field? That's who's getting an advantage in this. So that plays a factor into it. So for me, I'm my thinking is just move because I don't want them to renovate the stadium. I don't want them to add 30,000 more seats. I want a freaking beautiful stadium in the third largest sports market in the entire country. The team that started the freaking NFL for the love of God, give us a stadium that I can maybe even afford to go to a game, <laughs> let alone actually enjoy watching on TV without, you know, the announcers going, you know, what a cold day in Chicago with their, you know, it's so stupid. It's, I just, I'm tired of listening to, you know, the, all of that talk about the weather and how the field gives us an advantage. Yeah. Okay. Go ask the players whether or not they'd want to play in a beautiful dome every single day, or if they want to go play out in the negative, whatever degree weather you want to actually talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that, uh, you know, basically Ian Rappaport on Pat McAfee's podcast, when they were talking about, uh, where Tom Brady was going to be, they were talking about that issue of Tom Brady said something about the, uh, some team that was in it to the end and basically pulled out because they wanted to keep their quarterback 49ers uh, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely the 49ers hundred percent, but <laughs> he was saying uh, that, you know, they asked like, Oh, is it the bears? Maybe And Ian Rapport basically said that Tom Brady had said he didn't want to play in the cold weather here. And so the bears were never in his finalists as far as landing spots. That's yeah. that was like a throwaway comment that should light every bears fans like entire anger about the fact that our stadium is the worst stadium in the entire freaking NFL because Tom Brady literally was like, eh, I'd rather play in a really nice, you know, environment down in Tampa than in Chicago because I don't want to play in cold weather towards the end of the year because he's 40 something years old. If we had a dome, are you you're seriously telling me that if we had a dome that we actually would be in the finalists for getting Tom Brady simply because we didn't have an outdoor stadium and we have an indoor that's literally that's part of the problem like yeah you know do players like why do players not want to stay in cleveland why do players not want to go to the freaking cincinnati because it's cold cincinnati doesn't even have an indoor training field like that's the they don't even have an indoor facilities as far as practicing it's just like it's a joke nobody wants to be out in the cold nobody actually like enjoys being out in the negative five degree weather during the winter and you know, oh, it's that bear defense, so built different. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, how many Super Bowls has that won us? One. So when that <laughs> starts winning, you know, three, four, five Super Bowls, you know, let me know. Then, yeah, I'll support the fact that defense wins championships. But when I'm watching, you know, Patrick Mahomes in that offense versus Tampa Bay in that offense in the Super Bowl, both have, you know, basically serviceable defenses that are kind of average defenses win Super Bowls, then you can tell me that, you know, uh, you know, that we should probably switch to an offense that actually is better rather than our defense being the sole purpose in a cold freaking stadium in an open dome. You know, we're never going to get a Super Bowl. We're never going to have the draft. We're never going to have like a, you know, WWE event. Like we're never going to have any of that in this. So in Soldier Field. And do you know how many Super Bowls would be played if the Bears built a new dome in Chicago? 
a and, ridiculous amount. Oof. The NFL would be like literally like every year it'd be like who the who's going to get the Super Bowl and then it would suddenly pop up at Chicago and you're like wow Chicago got the Super Bowl again for the sixth time in a row and the <laughs> NFL and Roger Goodell are like yeah we're making a lot of money <laughs> like this is that's the way that it's going to be like it's literally the third largest sports market that it's the largest sports market that doesn't have two teams it's the third largest sports market in the country as far as like fan band and everything and we also have like the most dedicated fans where you know we're all idiots and we show up to games even our team sucks so that's just like <laughs> and you know then on top of it like i can go to ohio state and they have forty thousand more seats in the stadium than the bears like that's a joke yeah like you know it's it's just stupid i mean we have the same amount of seats as like majority of colleges like that's you know nobody's filling the stadium to go see tulsa but you know they would fill the stadium and go see the bears if and they would fill it if it was thirty thousand more seats yeah and they were and i heard that this whole thing might be like a uh you know a, a con like a uh tactic like a you know coming in like being like hey we'll buy the Barlington property you better build us more seats on the stadium no the stadium is built on 12 acres do you know how many acres the Los Angeles Rams new stadium is built on 120 126 acres I'm pretty sure is what it's built on you know how many acres are at the Arlington Heights one it's like 130 it's like something like that you could build a massive facility that everybody would love and not only that but you would be the chicago bears with the nicest stadium in the in the you know the team that built the freaking nfl and the third largest market and you'd actually get super bowls like it's just it, plus it's they got no that cool brainer. that cool that cool turf thing where they could bring it outside and grow it and bring it back in that'd be great for the bears like if they want to keep the turf or the they want to keep the you know the grass great now you can move it in and out you got concerts whatever you got soccer games Boom, move that that artificial turf in, put the grass back in for football games if you want it. And, cool. and here's another thing, too. Here's another thing. For all the people that are arguing out there that Soldier Field has any type of historical significance, my grandfather, the only super the only Bears games he ever went to was in Wrigley Field. So <laughs> don't tell me that Soldier Field has this such historic thing where, you know, I heard one guy make an argument that like, oh, Walter Payton, Walter Payton played his entire career on Soldier Field. Is that, and it's like, no, nobody thinks about the, the field that Walter Payton was running on. Everybody thinks about the fact that Walter Payton was an incredible and amazing and probably the best football player of all time. Nobody thinks about the fact that he was running on the historic Soldier Field. You know, that crappy place that only has 60,000 seats and is a terrible field and everything. He probably yeah. ran for more yards if he was running in a dome. <laughs> Like it's just so, you know, it's it's just so stupid. It's like people, the arguments that people are making. I do understand the one argument that I will give people on that side is that it is there is something about a stadium being in the city rather than being a little bit further out. Yeah. That's fine. I get that argument. I will. I there's really no good argument against that. I understand that the city atmosphere is way different than being out in a burb. But the thing is, is when all of the other elements of it suck, you should probably just go with the option that doesn't suck nearly as much as your current stadium does. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Bears lease is till 2033. I think there's a buyout clause. Um, I don't remember the buyout clause. The number that's coming to my head right now is 8 mil. 
to break to buy out of it. That seems too low. Maybe it's eight billion. I don't no, I know. I think I think eight million. I think the number you're getting eight million. I think is the rent per year. Okay. Okay. I think it's like six to eight million is what they pay in rent. Which, by the way, is also another uh, no, you know, feather in the cap of them leaving because if they actually had to just pay six to eight million a year in rent costs uh, to not be in the stadium and to have it until that lease is up, like putting an extra 30,000 seats in a brand new stadium in Arlington Heights is going to pay for that alone. So that's another feather in the cap, by the way, before you continue on with yeah. that point. Um, and so on top of that, another thing I also didn't know until the story came out is that anything like um, concessions, like anything that's really sold, I think, inside of the stadium, that all goes to the city of Chicago, too, that the McCaskies don't see that. And if they yep. do, it's a very small percentage of that. Um so they don't see that as well. There's a lot of benefits for them leaving. There's, I guess, there's also rumors that, hey, maybe they'll, maybe they'll sell to someone who has an obscene amount of money, like a Jeff Bezos, who's rumored to be interested in NFL teams and confront the money for this, you know, five, six billion dollar stadium and all the renovation and everything. Wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I can't say I would be opposed to that because you know, like they're psychopaths and everything. They'll put people in charge who actually will get things done and see results for their, you know, nothing other than return on investment. Well, think about it this way. If Jeff Bezos wants to get involved in the NFL or wants to own a team, it might be a business venture and that's what he's doing. But the fact that he retired tells me that it's more about the fact that he just actually enjoys football too, probably. And that's why he wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, which is the same thing that you say with the Clippers. This, you know, the Clippers uh, had a, re- a terrible owner. I don't even remember what his name is because he was just awful. I mean, he was the, you know, he was the guy that was racist, but then would have like, you know, black girlfriends and stuff and oh, yeah. be openly racist. He, it was, it was weird. It was like a weird situation. He was terrible. Well, then what happens is, is this, uh, God, I can't remember his name now. I names are Steve Ballmer. Always, Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer ended up buying the Clippers and he loves basketball and basically was like, all right, here you go. You can have, you know, all the money and resources you guys need to succeed. And now they're in the Western conference finals with two superstars yeah, one of them's injured, but they have two superstars on the team, which is better than what they were doing before. So, like, that's that's also the facet I think about, too, is, like, if Jeff Bezos genuinely likes football, which is where I think is the case, and that's why he's wanting to get involved, I would absolutely love for him to become the owner of the Bears because it would be a ridiculous amount of money thrown at a team yeah. that he now is like, oh, this is, this is my new toy. I love this. I want to, you know, I want it to succeed. For the love of God, yeah, make that happen. <laughs> yeah and so another thing that was uh that i also saw too is that there's only five teams in the nfl that actually own their entire stadium outright so it would be very interesting to see them actually go ahead and you know purchase everything and do that on their own but again depends where they're at if they're gonna end up staying with these like if they're gonna end up staying with the mccaskies or they're looking to sell and cash out i mean like if they end up like you said if they end up do like buying their own um, stadium and building it and everything like that's obviously going to be a cash cow down the line because you're in the middle, you're in the Midwest, you're X number of minutes. I think it's like a 45 minute drive or something from Chicago. Um, yeah. You're going to be able to host WWE. You're going to be able to host like the Super Bowl. You're going to be able to, there's so many things you could do with the dome. I personally, of course, would love them to have a retractable roof and always play with it open if possible. That'd be great. Yeah. That, um, would, be, that would be ideal too. You don't even have to make it a full dome permanently. 
Yeah, no, you can. I mean, and it's a standard that they should be able to have that. I mean, like the, the like the area popping up around it would be kind of cool too. But like you mm-hmm. said, the, that's the number one thing I was going to start off with too is that like the stadium atmosphere being downtown and also the infrastructure to get people from Chicago to there. It doesn't really exist. If it does, it, what it does exist right now is not good enough. So there'd have to be a huge investment in that as well. I would miss the city energy. That is very cool. The number of times I have been down there for a game is minimal, but it's very cool to be able to walk from your parking garage or wherever else with all the fans and stuff up to the stadium. That's pretty cool. However, in the grand scheme of things, in the terms of the NFL and where the Bears sit in terms of stature, like, yeah, I, the smallest stadium in the NFL, you know, oldest you got the whole alien uh alien ship landing in middle of the coliseum type of thing lost their landmark status all those things on top of that yeah i get seeing the history and stuff go away that's bad and everything i don't know it's not as bad as candlestick park like being so far from san francisco like the 49ers it's somewhere in between and there's so much you could do with all that space and, you know, you could bring it out and, yeah, maybe it could be more affordable. I probably won't be, but you can get more fans in there. I don't know. It would be very cool. I, I literally, I was thinking the same thing as you. If you did a pros and cons list, the losing the stadium energy is like the con. Everything else looks like a pro at this point. Um, yep. It's a big one. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of like experience, fan experience and everything... Yeah, I, I got to say, it's probably better. I mean, like, still, football games on TV, it's hard to beat that a lot of the time. But being in person, it's its own experience in itself. So, yeah, well, I don't know. Thing, the other thing, too, that you have to factor in is that the we just we talked about the very beginning of this that I mentioned uh, that they were potentially looking to uh, sell the team you know as a conversation that they were having. And so if you buy the if you buy the Arlington Heights property and you go, hey, we have this massive property. Now you can sell that to a team or sell that to a new owner where you go, Hey, not only do you get the bears, but you also have this brand new property that you can build a massive stadium or stadium on and is right ready to, or you can you know negotiate with the city to keep the current stadium and improve it. So yeah. that's gives, it gives a new owner options if they are actually genuinely looking to sell the team, which yeah. is also another potential motivation for why they're doing this. 